0: Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining me again for another episode of Help Me Rhonda. I am kind of on cloud nine right now because I just got back from seeing the legendary Tanya Tucker in concert tonight did not expect that this morning when I woke up that tonight I would be seeing her live in concert but uh, while I was at my shop today I got a phone call just before like literally five minutes before I was headed out the door to go to a client and somebody called she's like hey I'm calling miss Tanya Tucker's in town and part of her wardrobe um, you know, fashion emergency, they need somebody to fix something. So when when she said Tanya Tucker on the phone, I was like, whatever this lady needs, absolutely. Come on up. My very, very first response before I heard the name Tanya Tucker was, I only work on appointments. So appointments only. But then she said it was for Tanya Tucker and I was like, oh my God. Like that woman, I grew up in love with her music her Loretta Lynn Dolly Parton just all the great ones and fell in love uh, with them as a child and my dad and my stepmom ginger both just shared their love of the great country music singers growing up in the 70s and I never thought that I'd be able to like See her in concert. I, I don't know. I just, that opportunity has never come and I didn't expect it today, that's for sure. I was able to get it done for her, and out of the kindness of their hearts, they gave me a VIP access. And so I was able to go tonight and enjoy a very, very entertaining and wonderful performance of that legendary woman. And something else that was really cool is Dennis Quaid was there tonight, and apparently he wrote a song that he wanted to sing. Actually, he wrote it for Tanya and him to sing together, and they performed it together. I was probably 40 feet away from them in the VIP section up above, being able to just look out with no one in front of me above the crowd, and it was so... Oh, goosebumpy! I mean oh my god it was so cool ah so I'm a little hashtag fan girl right now so I realize I've been talking and I never um, hit the record button brilliant which is um, probably a good reason for me not to record too late at night like I'm doing right now but I decided to, to record at uh, what is it? It's like after midnight right now. Oh my God. It's uh, 1210 <laughs> because my makeup is good and my hair is good from going to the Tanya Tucker concert. I um, had a great time in New York and got to meet with my broker, check out areas in Manhattan where I'll have my new shop. And also I really, really want to live in New Jersey. So I looked at some neighborhoods that I think are going to be a good fit for me to move to rent a house and kind of get the feel for the place a little bit better and something that has easy access for public transportation for me to get to work. I don't know if anybody saw my story while I was actually in New York, but I had like a little low key hostage situation after we had looked at the offices we had the rest of the day ahead of us. And I told my son, hey, Zach, let's get a hop on hop off bus tour. He's never been on one before and they're really fun. Like if you're visiting a new city anywhere in the world, they're gonna have those buses where you can get on and off them at any time and <clears throat> and you know walk around and see areas and then there'll be another bus come by in 15 minutes or so. And this particular um, route, took us to the Statue the, um, of Liberty. So I was like, hey, this would be really cool. So we go, get our tickets, get on this bus, and we're on the top floor just kind of taking it all in. I've only been to New York once, and, and at that it was only a few hours. I did kind of fall in love with the city. I, You know that feeling where you just kind of feel like you're home? That's how I felt when I was there. I visited New York in you know, all of the main, I, I think I went to Brooklyn and Queens and I think um, definitely downtown and also spent some time in New Jersey. Like it was a definite road trip, just one day road trip, but I just felt so at home there. It was almost like it was like, that's where I was supposed to be. Right? So I'm taking it in. We're on the top floor of this bus. The weather was just gorgeous just beautiful weather we're just looking at everything I'm a little bit disoriented because I'm not really I've never been there before and it just felt like we were on that bus for quite a while and I was thinking had I seen that before and I looked on the map and I was trying to figure out where we were and I thought well shit like we're passing the stop that we got on and we we should have been at the Liberty stop, you know, to see Statue of Liberty to catch a ferry there. In like 20 minutes since we got on the bus, it was supposed to be there in about 20 minutes. Well, by this time we'd been on the bus for like an hour because me, I was like in lost in space just taking in the, this beautiful city. And I asked the people next to us who I guess visit New York a lot. And I said, are we? off path or something? Because I keep looking at the map and it doesn't feel like we're on the right path. It doesn't feel like we're going um, the route that we're intended to go. And she said, oh no, we've been driving in circles. He's, I don't know. He's just got his own thing he's doing. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? If you're on a bus and you have your bearings and you realize that you're not on the path and somebody's going rogue... Like, how, wh- why would you sit there for an hour and just be like, ah, and just keep going around and around and around? Like, I don't understand that. I, I Granted, most of the people on there were probably just as <sighs> starstruck by the city as I was, and they weren't taking in. but some people did know. So, I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to go down there and ask the guy. So, I walked down stairs and went up to the guy who had this heavy Jamaican accent and I asked him why was he not following the route of um, our bus because we had a stop that we wanted to get off of and he told me that he was following the route and that he already passed the Statue of Liberty stop and he and he was um, I would just have to wait until he went back to one and I said no, we're at Times Square right now. That's where we were when we got on and we have not got to um, the Statue of Liberty stop. And he kept denying it and denying it and dying it. And then I said, you know what? We're not idiots. Everybody on the top layer, on, on the top tier of the bus, know you're driving in fucking circles. So could you let me off the bus, please? Because I don't want to be on here. Why, Why are you doing this? And he just got really annoyed with me. And he finally just said that he broke the rules because he wanted to break the rules. And I said, okay, so wait a minute, you broke, you just decided to go rogue? You mean you're just driving around wherever you want to drive? You got a bus full of people here, mister, and we need off, like I want off this bus. And he's like, no, I'm not letting you off the bus. And I said, "Uh, I really want off the bus. I need you to let me off the bus. And he's like, no, not letting you off the bus. I said, where are you taking us? Where are you taking us right now? He goes, I'm taking you back to number one. And I go, well, I got on at six and I'd like you to let me off now. I will just find another bus somewhere. I mean, literally in New York, you're like two blocks from something somewhere. You're never that far from some access to get somewhere. And I go upstairs. I tell the people upstairs what he said. And they were all like, what? You mean he's just doing whatever he wants to do and and he won't let us off the bus? I said, no, he's not letting us off the bus. And I looked at my son. I'm like, let's just go downstairs and and wait in the bottom level because then if he like stops at a street light or something at a red light, we can just have him open the door and let us the fuck out. And he's like, okay, great. Let's do this. So we went downstairs and like five minutes later, half of the bus on top filed down below and it was printed at standing room only down there. and we kept asking him to let us off and he wouldn't open the doors. He wouldn't let us off. So we were on there for another like 30 to 40 minutes. So we were on this rogue bus for like 30, an hour and 30 or hour and 40 minutes. I don't remember exactly. Finally got to uh, off the bus and, (laughs) and I decided that I was gonna take a picture like of him when I was walking off the bus. And I reached over to like take a picture of him I'm like I wasn't in his face or anything but I reached over to do that and he hit me he did and like hit my hand out of the way because he didn't want me taking his picture well I don't scare easy so um uh, I just said fuck you you know and I put my phone out there again I took his picture and then I went in front of the bus and took a picture of the license plate and there's a picture <laughs> through this through the window where he's flipping me off it's Really rich. It's all what an adventure. It wasn't anything really horrible. It was just kind of bizarre actually. I wanted to talk today about oh my god. As a tailor, brides come in and you know I have to tell you that the majority of my brides are very clean, they have good hygiene. I'll have some brides that are embarrassed that their toenail polish is chipping or something, but their feet are clean and it's nothing, it's not a big deal, you know. Toenail polish, chips, it's a normal thing. Uh, But a couple of years ago, I had a bride. She was in her late 50s, never been married. She was super adorable and sweet. And I knew her from back, Before, when I worked in commercial design uh, for my full time job and did this on the side, and uh, she called me when she was getting married. She's like, I really want you to do my dress. Came in my office, and about after like 30, 40 minutes, I was thinking, Gosh, something smells funky in here. What is going on? I usually have nice candles burning, so it puts off a nice smell. I'm all about things smelling nice. I I usually have candles burning. I like things being clean and smelling nice and appealing. And I realized after like 40 minutes that definitely like she had to be nasty up in there. I mean, I don't even know, like how do you get, how do you smell that bad? I don't even know how you get to smell that bad. How does that happen? I don't understand it, man. Her her love story was that she was she had ran into her high school sweetheart and they fell in love and she was long distance dating but um, she was very religious so she said that they were saving themselves for their wedding day and um, so she wasn't having sex, right, uh, dude. She smelled like she like she had like ten dead salmon's under her wedding dress. It was so pungent and s- just so strong and awful that it, it was making me nauseous. And I was just trying to finish up the appointment, get it you know to come to a close. Finally, she's she's in the uh, changing room. And by the way, in my changing room, I always have a package or, you know, wherever you have to change. I have a package of baby wipes. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I forgot to turn off the fucking ice machine. How disrespectful am I? I'm so sorry. I meant to do that. Um, so I, I keep baby wipes in there and I, um, this is my thimble. It's a leather thimble. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm just messing around with the leather thimble so I don't puncture my finger when I'm hand sewing. Kind of handmaiden's tail. My son, he came the other day, he was looking, like, he goes, Mom, do you ever like put that on your bottom finger and go, and just pretend like you're the, the the wife from Handmaiden's tale I'm like, uh, No, I don't actually, but it is like exactly the right color to be <laughs> So, I mean, he's such a dork. So, what I was. What I was saying was in my changing rooms, I always have a package of baby wipes and baby powder and deo- like deodorant for under your arm. I also have the FDS feminine deodorant spray that's in there. You know, who knows what's happening in your life? Who knows? You might've like had a really long day. It might be in the middle of summertime, whatever. I think it was the summertime for her. So I just, I can't give her that much allowance though for that horrible of a smell. That doesn't build up in one day, people. That shit, I mean, that's neglect. Ugh, it was really, really, really bad. I just don't, I don't know how things get that bad. Like, how does your cooch get that? I don't understand, oh my God. Okay, so if you're listening to this, people, there's something called a douche, use it. Just be clean, please, especially if you're gonna go to a tailor, or a doctor, or God forbid that you're like your gynecologist or something. It's disgusting. Keep yourself clean, please. It smelled horrendous. I told her to leave her dress in the, the fitting room, and I would pick it up and hang it up later. She goes in there, she changes, she left her wedding dress in there, she leaves, and I Opened the door to the changing room, and dude, oh my god, I seriously felt like somebody smacked me in the face with a dead salmon. It was atrocious. The smell was un-fucking-believable, and, um, it was so bad. She was the last bride of the day, so... I was like, okay, what am I gonna like, Ah, like I can't, I can't even imagine working on this dress. So I turned the dress inside out, and I sprayed it with Lysol, and I hung it up so it could like air out. And my office in then in San Diego was pretty big. It was like 600 square feet. There was enough, a lot of space, you know. And I shut the shop down, turned the lights off. I'm out, you know, and. The next day, I got to my office, the entire office reeked. It stunk up my entire office. Oh my God. So that was disgusting. Uh, I Once I had this bride who, God bless her, you know, some of the nicest people smell really bad. I mean, a lot of my brides are, I do have really sweet brides. They're pretty awesome, but geez Louise, man. I had this one girl Her feet smelled so bad. Like, I have to sit on the floor to mark your hem. So, my face, I'm only like 24 inches from your feet. And sometimes closer because I'm down here marking. I'm marking where the length of your hem needs to be. Shit, man. I was like... Arranging her layers of her dress, and I'm on the inside layer of her lining, and I lifted up her toes. She did not have any toenail polish on. It's not a big deal. I don't care if you wear toenail polish or not. It doesn't. That hasn't doesn't anything to do with being clean. She wasn't. Didn't have any toenail polish on, but you could see the toe jam through her fucking toenail that is how nasty that was i mean you could see the gross stuff on the edge on the sides and like uh, you could just see it it smelled like 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 rotten cheese it was so bad someone is marrying that woman like someone's very much in love with her why the fuck am i single right now what oh my god Like nothing on my body smells like that is unbelievable. Like this just basic, basic personal hygiene. Like, have you ever had a day where you're like, oh my God, it's been a long day. And you check your arms to see if, you know, it's the smell check thing and you're like, okay, I'm good. But still you're kind of like, you can smell, I can kind of start smelling like after the end of a long summer day, you kind of think, and I'll ask my daughter Zoe, cause she's always going to be brutally honest with me. And I'll say, Zoe, am I like getting ripe? And she's like, no, no, I can't smell anything, mom. No, you probably just feel sticky. I'm like, okay, well if I ever smell bad, will you tell me? She goes, uh, yes, I will tell you if you ever smell bad. She's definitely, um, got my back, but she's like, hardcore like she's pretty rough when she tells tells me but I guess she keeps me <laughs> she keeps me on the straight and narrow like she dresses me she's the only way I stay cool when I'm like hip when I'm dressing is by listening to my zozo well, uh that was a a smelly situation just please guys take care of your cooch man I I don't even understand like I don't understand this lady supposedly was like a virgin, I think she said, at her late six. But like, what the hell happens? How do you let yourself go like that to where you're nasty and gross and smelly? Like, stop, just clean yourself up, man, you deserve it. Like, soak in the bathtub, you know? Do, just enjoy being clean, get clean once and you're gonna like it. It's something you're gonna wanna maintain. Really, just give it a try. So that's my gross, disgusting story for the day. Um, Being smacked in the face with a dead salmon, practically. I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna call this episode, but yeah, keep it clean, sister. Thank you for tuning in. I don't know if you were listening to me on the subway or on the bus or who knows when you're listening to me. Tell me when you're listening to me. You guys, come on, give me some damn feedback. I wanna know what you're doing. I love you and I appreciate you for listening to me. I hope this brings a little bit of a smile to your day and distracts you from the chaos and the bullshit that you might have to deal with. Um, hopefully, I can make you smile. Have a good day. I certainly appreciate you and I can't wait to chat with you in a week. Bye.